Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Natura Org podcast. This is our first episode covering Season 9 of Natura Org, which is Manu National Park. My guest today... Manu, Manu. My guest today, who just spoke out of turn, uh, uh, is Corum from Season 1 and 7. Uh, my season two start. and seven, thank you. Two and seven, fuck. I had to restart, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, season two and seven, uh, my fellow <laughs> All-Star, who I never once actually played with. Uh, Coram, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, fellow fifth placer. Um... <laughs> I also, like, for, we both have a fifth place, but like, what's our other placement for each of us? <laughs> Uh, that has no bearing on the situation at all. Uh, so you're doing well? Uh, you, you excited for uh, Season 9? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this season. This cast is excellent, um, I think. I, I mean, we got some, we got some duds for sure, um, some inactives, some less actives. Um, but like once those are gone, I think it was Martina said, like once those are gone, this cast is going to be super dynamic. Um, and I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen here. Yeah, I've, I've compared it to uh, San Juan del Sur, where the first few episodes mm. kind of got to get like Rock, John Rocker and Drew Christie and everyone out of the way so that everyone else. And then like once you hit the merge of that season, everything's just crazy and awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, just I uh, would like to just start with kind of a basic, uh, just a, a cast assessment from uh, the Marooning. Uh, by the way, we're going to be covering the first two episodes of the season. So every what we're going to start at the beginning and cover up through Gabby's vote off. Uh, so the cast first hits like who. First off, do you do you know anyone from this cast before uh, before they played? From this cast, um, I don't think so. I um, no, yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen a couple of them around in like mostly RSpec Lounge uh, at Natura. Um, but I've, I've never played with any of these people. Um, I don't really know any of them all that well. I sp- uh, so I specced Fungus very closely in uh, the first season of Mirror Org. I spec that season very loosely, so I knew what was generally happening. Like People were getting booted, but uh, I wasn't super following it super closely. But I do remember him getting... Uh, or shoot, I don't have the cast list pulled up. Hang on. Um, he finished. Uh, I do remember Fungus getting getting uh, second place, right? Second place. I think he lost to Benset by one vote, maybe two. Thanks, uh, but I know it was close. But anyway, I just so someone who saw Fungus play Mirrorg, uh, and then I really liked his game, and then watching him come to Natura, and I feel like I just know what I'm going to get from him. Where uh, you're just when huh. you have fungus uh, in uh, in a season, I feel like 
he plays very measured, very controlled. He slow burns. He plays the long game. I think he's an excellent under-the-radar player, which, like, I feel like a lot of people in orgs are just, like, inactive and do nothing, and then at the end, if they make the end as a GOAT, they're like, oh, you guys don't understand. I was, just I was under, the under, under the radar, actually. Uh, yeah. A lot of people do that, but yeah. Fungus actually plays a very strong under-the-radar game. That's not what he does. And uh, I, I really liked him from the jump. Uh, do you have any? Uh, I'll get to the rest of my favorites in a minute, but like, who were some of your uh, favorites? Uh, just like, mm. just in general, from uh, what you've seen so far. Well, I I really like. Um, I mean, I I so I just started um, in an org, um, just uh, uh, like. I don't know, we're around like five or six now, but, um, and I also found myself on a tribe of, uh, almost entirely teenagers, <laughs> and I also linked up with, like, the only person that was not a teenager, so I kind of have a soft spot for, we'll talk about this, I'm sure, but this old people alliance that has sort of formed on, um, on Okaria, uh, and, that's um correct me if i'm wrong that's uh that's bethany uh michael and ian yes right? and then they ended up and then they henry. added henry that you know they had to wait till his 20th birthday yeah. before they could at join before he lies. right yeah. I, yeah i'm sure that wasn't intentional but i believe it actually did line up that way that he joined the alliance on his 20th birthday <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the funniest. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I love that. Yeah, so I, those are all really big standouts to me. Uh, I'm sure you're going to mention Ite, but uh, definitely also uh, Ite, a strong standout. Yeah, so I will say uh, it's not a, like it's pretty easy to figure out who my favorites were uh, in casting preseason because my four favorites are uh, my four uh, draft picks. Uh, so okay. <laughs> I really liked, uh, Bethany before this season, and, uh, she has not, le- she hasn't let me down. Like, I, uh, I liked her uh-huh. before, I still like her. Uh, I think she's very strong player. Uh, I think this might be her first org. I think it might be. Oh, wow. Uh, let me double check that while I continue to ramble. But, uh... So I liked her. Uh, I like Henry so far. Henry seems really cool. Uh, and then I think uh, Ite has been just a complete gem. Uh, he's, he mm. just seems like the sweetest person ever, ever, ever. Uh, we might have New Era uh, Max on our hands there. Ooh. Just in turn, like not, not comparing how they play at all. Just Max is the nicest kid sure. ever, and Ite seems like the nicest guy ever. Uh, sure. And hold on, I got Bethany's interview up. And yeah, so yeah, Bethany I, so... has never played okay. an org before, but she uh, she okay. found it through Reddit, through our Reddit ad. So, 
you know the the reddit uh that that's where the, um reddit recruitment is that's really where strong me, anushka and matt came from the first three winners and then the seventh winner also uh <laughs> also myself uh yeah, well, sure. that's not special uh <laughs> it is to me okay but like i mean how many times yeah. have you won Oh, what? What was that? Sounded like you sounded like you didn't say anything. Huh? Uh, what, what's that? What's that? So, uh, I also you asked a rhetorical question. I didn't. I know. also really liked uh, Blissy in the uh, precasting process, and she's just she's a lot of fun. She's a lot of energy. Uh, hmm. I think my namesake Michael's pretty cool. Uh, somebody I really liked. Um starting out in the game and then really sort of fell off. I drafted Nueva, which uh, is looking like it's yeah. going to be rough for me. Um, but uh, I, I drafted Nueva based on just the, the early, some really, really early game stuff, um, like introductions to uh, to his tribe um, and early, early um, confessional stuff. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought Nueva was really strong in. I don't know. I I don't know what it was that really struck me as like I really like this player. Um, in in the the very early um uh discussions uh, in the tribe chat on Okaria, but I, I don't know. I really did like Nueva at the start of the season, and that that's looking to be a very poor draft pick. On I will Akaria. say though. Uh... This isn't technically an episode three thing, but just to defend Nueva really quick, uh, he did say that uh, he's on vacation, so I think that might have that might be why uh, this game is struggling right now. Which happens that that happened because uh, last season, right? And she did pretty oh, she, well. She was uh, doing incredible, anyway. and then she had a flight from. Australia to Canada and basically got voted out like right. in the sky. So <laughs> that's a twenty-two hour flight. I, I thought uh, I didn't I didn't think she got voted uh, out of that tribal. I thought she survived. Anyway, that's not a that's not a Wallamy podcast. But yeah. No. Um Yeah, I, I, I do think there's you know, there's definitely room for him to recover, but it, it's probably gonna be an uphill sure. battle. Um, and you know he hasn't really given us a whole lot since whatever it was that that made me like him early on. Uh, but I mean there, that was there, so I I do feel like there could be something. Uh, you know, if he survives enough tribals to make it to where he can come back, um, there could be there could be something interesting. I would going also on. just uh, like to point out that I believe Trinity is the. Uh... Youngest player in Natura history, 13. Uh, Discord's term of service says you have to be at least 13, mm. so you can't get younger uh, without lying. Yeah. So, uh, I do think... I think there was um, I think there was also a 13-year-old in Season 2. Uh, I remember that. So no one... Um, also Matt... Also named Matt. So no one uh, younger, but... Uh, Nobody younger, but I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't really know um, whether 
Trinity or, or uh, season two Max is younger. Um, but uh, so far, it seems like well, so far Trinity has lasted longer. Let's just say Trinity's that. doing uh, pretty well too. I'm curious to see how uh, she does once, uh, like you know, as the game keeps going, as you as you get later and later, it's like. Oh wow, now we're all like there's all these twenty year olds that started on the other tribe and then if she hits merge mm. it's gonna just be all of them plopped into her lap at once. And she's mm. thirteen. So we'll see how she connects with them and how they connect yeah. with her. But I actually I think she's pretty strong. I would expect her to make like mid merge maybe at least. Uh yeah, I, I, I do think. I mean, she's been targeted by the Elder but Alliance, it but like I, she's I don't. The first target. Um, no, no, it definitely seems like Nueva or Villager would have yeah. been a, an earlier target, um, and it seems like she's been doing pretty well. Certainly better than Nueva and Villager at um, sort of navigating that. Uh, Just that gotta stay off the very bottom. Uh, if you're second from the bottom, you you get to play another right. episode. Uh, so right. our first challenge was the uh, was the brochure challenge, which we've done in the past, but uh, we never really got to see mm-hmm. it come to fruition. Uh, the their brochures were never judged because Gabriella was medevac. Right. I need to make it very clear she did not quit. Uh, it was very justifiable reason why she left that, uh, I'm not comfortable sharing, but, uh, it, 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 I was very sad to see her go. I really liked Gabriella and I hope that maybe someday we can bring her back for a future season. Uh, so that's really all I wanted to say about that. Uh, yeah. That's- yeah, this is Nat- Natura's. Uh, yeah, Nat- Natura. Uh, we haven't. I don't think we really had anybody that w- was considered a med- medevac before. Um, this is kind of kind of. Yeah, I think that this was uh, the first in Natura history. Uh, yeah, I, I I certainly have never seen anybody considered a medevac in an org actually before uh, this happened. Yeah, so. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure uh, like if someone was had an accident or a medical yeah. emergency but uh yeah uh i'd right. just like to move on because it, it it makes me sad uh lots of love to gabriella though for sure so our second challenge was the youtube scavenger Agreed. hunt instead of a uh in real life scavenger hunt this time i think we called it scrapbook but uh we gave them a nice long YouTube video, and they had to give us screenshots of specific items. Uh, uh, Coram, did you? Pl- so this challenge came from uh, Martina's mind. Yeah, we did it. She I did thought it. so. Yeah. It first ran it in the scoreboard, which was her or that both of us played. Did you in do this? Right. Do that challenge in the scoreboard. Yeah, I I did that challenge um, along with uh, uh, Jay, uh, who is known to Natura people as as Martin, um, for 
from season two and season three, um, uh, who's actually played with both of us. Um, and uh, we both we voted him out ninth. What's that? We both voted him out at ninth place. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Martin and I did that challenge, um, and I thought I actually did pretty pretty well at it. Although you know, we didn't. We were no, not scoreboard stars. <laughs> So, uh, right, yeah. Yep. As someone who's done the challenge, though, do you find that to be a particularly difficult challenge? Because I will say that was one that I was like weirdly good at for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't remember finding that particularly difficult. I actually um I remember uh having a lot of fun doing that one, and um you know I put it on super uh speed i think i put it on like 1.5 temp speed yeah and i was gonna ask I think what your strategy was because i didn't um, do that i literally just i clicked on the scan bar and was just pacing back and forth like i wasn't even playing the video yeah and the in the the one we did in the scoreboard i don't know about the one that you guys did um but the video had actually timestamp segments um and so i figured out that i could like our video was of a museum and we had to you know find like a sculpture or a painting or something and i would literally go to the segments and i would be like okay i'm doing uh i need to find this sculpture well i'll go to the sculpture segments of the video um, and so I would click on those, and then I would skim through them uh, at two times speed, and um, yeah, I, and kind uh, of. So play there are. It. I just wanted to show there are a couple different strategies to uh, doing this challenge, and uh, both of us uh, seem to agree that it wasn't that hard. But I don't think very many people in uh, in uh, Manu would agree. Because a lot of that took a very long time. <laughs> so uh, here, here's the results. Well, uh, Akaria Tribe won by about 16 minutes, despite actually taking slightly longer because our, Ze- our Zekla, I hope I said that right, or Aiden's gonna hit me, uh, our Zekla Tribe uh, had two more <laughs> misses than uh okaria tribe did uh so the fastest time was fungus at under at just about 14 and a half minutes uh and then the second fastest was bethany at 19 and a half and then the slowest was shane at an hour and a half total that was with the half hour penalties gabby took an hour 10 minutes Nueva took almost two an hour, misses, and we yeah. took 56 minutes. Uh, would you look at a challenge like this and use that as a like a barometer of challenge strength to come? Um, I would say so, yeah. I, I, I think this challenge is sort of... I mean, to be sure, there are some things that are skill-based in it. But if you're going to take a full hour, it probably means you're not putting in a ton of effort to the challenge. You're not really trying to win it as as best as you can. I mean, in my opinion, I, I don't... 
I don't feel like it should take you a full hour to do this. Sure. Um, especially, uh, like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know the exact details that they were trying to find. We can't see their submissions, but... Right. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, there's, uh, the, the, yeah, we, we don't get to see what items they were looking for in the video, um, at least as specs. So I don't really know what it was that they were trying to find. But I do feel like um, this is generally an effort challenge. Um, there, there's some skill involved. And, you know, if everyone is putting in effort, then there's going to be some skill Um I remember in the scoreboard when we did it, I, I, I think everyone was putting in maximum effort and uh, it definitely did come down to skill. Um, but I feel like a lot of these players just were not putting in effort. Uh, and if you're not putting in effort at a challenge, at challenges, you're not going to so, do well at them. Uh, on the other end of so, like, do I, I you don't think know. We'll see. that Fungus and Bethany and Ite doing very well they were the top three total times. Do you think that's a sign that the three of them are going to be good at challenges, or is this just a unique skill set that's never going to pop up again? I think there's a, there's a possibility that it's a unique skill set, um, but I do think, um, you know, if you're good at pointing and click, like, I, challenges in orgs. You do them all on your computer or your phone or whatever, pretty much. Um, and it's very difficult to... Like, most challenges require very similar skill sets. Um, I don't think this is really that much of an exception. I mean, uh, you're not going to be asked to do the exact same thing again. But you are going to be asked to do things that are sort of similar. Um, and they're going to, you know, require the same parts of your brain... Uh, and I think people that are good at, at this are probably likely to be good at a lot of other uh, org challenges, especially of the kind that we, we like to do in Nadura. I feel like, in my experience, when people talk about challenge threats and threats in orgs, they only talk about people who are good at puzzles, and they kind of ignore people who are good at all the other types of challenges. <laughs> so... I don't think yeah. that yeah. people will uh, look at uh, Fungus and be like, ah, I gotta cut him, he's a challenge beast. But if this puzzle, if this challenge had been like, slide right. puzzles, he probably wouldn't want to do that good on it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... I think you're right. People tend to look at puzzles as sort of the main thing for a, a challenge beast in an org. Um, and that's really There's usually not like two puzzle what challenges typically season. are. Um, right, exactly. Like, are, is that the person you want to go against in fire making? No, that's not. That's definitely not. But, like, if they're good at puzzle, puzzles, that's really not going to, and they're like terrible at other things. That's really not going to help them all that much. Um, and certainly, the last challenge of of a season typically is not a puzzle challenge, and that's usually when you want to be able to beat everybody. Uh, is the last challenge. So I I really I really don't feel like um, 
most org players generally give uh give general challenge skill enough credit um i mean mike your um your weakness is puzzles right uh yeah. like you're great at other kinds of challenges and then the moment you have I'm a puzzle in front of you it's I'm like you serviceable just kinda, at puzzles uh, for a tribe challenge but i will never win an individual immunity that's puzzle based I can do just good enough that I'm not uh-huh. gonna sink my tribe. Right. Uh, and then I win challenges yeah. that are more like trivia or quizzes or uh, uh, I I almost won. I've won touchy subjects once, and then I lost a B by one point the other time. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's it's sort of it's a unique skill set that sort of um, to be an org challenge threat, um, and I I I do think it's also it's different depending on what season you're talking about. Um, like, uh, or org challenges are so different and often unique. Like, you'll often see an org challenge, and you'll be like, I have no idea where that came from. Uh, but that's really cool. Um, like I, I just did it. I just got done uh, with a season where the final, uh, the final, the final immunity challenge was uh, was a poetry contest, um, and uh, it was judged by the specs of all things. Um, so like anything can happen. Um, any challenge can come up. Um, and uh but i mean a lot of them use the same kinds of skills and i, I feel like uh fungus ite and bethany are going to be people to watch um as far as having those skills um, rico is also pretty close um being like one uh, so now, so i'll just uh reiterate that uh Akaria tribe won so our Zekla tribe had to go back to tribal. Uh, we'll talk about Okaria tribe. They did not have to vote anyone out. And then they, uh, they swapped uh, after this episode. So that tribe just never had to uh, go to tribal. And uh, which it's kind of a bit of a bummer right. because it did uh it did look like they were starting to get a little crazy there uh at the end as uh yeah trinity and villager decided to open alliances with people kind of out of the blue without ever talking to them uh which mm-hmm. uh, this isn't a criticism unique to those two I do feel like there is an idea in that uh, some people have when they play orgs where they're like, oh, well, like I have an alliance with that person, so that means they're a number for me. It's like, no. No, it doesn't. It just means that you asked for an alliance chat. <laughs> no. Uh, what's what I, I think one of the main things uh, that I think org experience kind of brings you is knowledge of how to deal with alliance chats because alliance chats are not really things that are in the survivor show at all 
you don't really see that. You just have conversations with people, and then you ask them to be in alliances with you. Um, but you don't really even necessarily count it in those terms. Like, sure, a lot of people form... Uh, a lot of people do form, like, I have this alliance, which is these people. But most of the time on the show nowadays, what you'll see is just people are like, I want to work with you and I want to work with you. And I don't know, we should vote this person out. So let's bring in this other person and this other person, you know, um, like it doesn't really happen very often that um, you see, you know, like the 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 Philip Shepard model of alliance. It's like <laughs> here are all of our code names, and we are all this these members of the of this alliance, you know, which has a name. Like that doesn't really happen very often, and so you don't see that a lot, um, and you don't really know how to deal with alliance chats when you play your first org. Um, I certainly, I mean, I didn't even have. I think I had I think like one alliance the first chat org the first is either in no alliances in or um, thirty alliances. And I think, I think one right, thing that exactly. yeah. kind of learned was as you play orcs yeah. is that alliance chats don't mean shit. They're only there so that you can say a name real quick that uh, just to make sure that everyone uh, everyone's on the same page. Like how much? I feel like it's pr- it's not. It, yes. It's yeah. not that it never happens. But it is pretty rare that any sort of plotting and important discussion happens in an alliance chat instead of in DMs. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, uh, and what ends up happening anyway is that you pitch the the name in the alliance chat. You're all like, yep. I'm down. Let's do that. And then you go and you talk to each individual member <laughs> of the alliance, and you're like, "So I heard that in the alliance chat. Is that right?" Um, because you, you like, you, you, you then talk to everyone one on one anyway because you want to confirm because you know maybe you're in this alliance chat, but like everybody except this one person is in another alliance chat deciding to vote out that one person, and so you want to make sure which which. You can have multiple targets in different alliance chats, and you say, "Yeah, I'm down for that." In both alliance chats, and then you go to the other yeah, person who's it, in both of them. All the important stuff like, happens in Which DMs. one are we actually doing? But anyway, no uh, um, at the very, at the very end, there right. was a lot of alliances made very fast. There, uh, Trinity and uh, made one with Ian and Henry. Yeah, Trinity made one with Ian and Villager. Uh, just, uh, I don't know, I, I don't think that, uh, either of them had actually had any loyalty to, uh, like, I don't think Trinity was actually had any numbers there. No. Uh, but we gotta talk about... What, what I do think, though, uh, what I do think, though, is that that strategy, if you do it right, like, if you do it well... Um, if you are on the bottom of a tribe, or if you're one of like a couple of people that's on the bottom of a tribe, um, and you decide, okay, I'm gonna make a couple of targeted alliance chats with you know these people uh, who have power. What can happen is you can then see, oh, okay, that person when they're deciding who to target, 
that person will say, well, this person is aligned with me. Yeah, that, so I'm that not is gonna a good point where they would say, uh, I'm going to target this uh, other well, person we're instead. We're in an alliance with Trinity um, and Villager, so just, just vote out. Well, they can they can go second and third instead of going first. Right. Exactly. Like, all of the things being equal, I don't really care if Nueva, Trinity, or Villager goes home. Like, neither of them, none of them are important to my game, but I'm in an alliance with Trinity and Villagers, so I don't know. I feel like maybe I'll keep them around until and then we get rid of Nueva instead this round. Then we have uh, to talk about because at the, least those uh, people are in an alliance chat with the me. big alliance from uh, from that uh, that tribe, which was the elders, which then turned into Minority Report, and they added Henry. So it was basically at marooning pretty quickly. Uh, so the tribe had five teenagers and uh, three not-teenagers. And the three not-teenagers came together and then were immediately like, let's right. form an alliance because we're the old people. And I'm like, Ian, you're 23. You are much, you are closer in age to everyone on the tribe ex- uh, other than, uh, like, you are closer to everyone else than Bethany and just in terms of age. <laughs> Is the farthest from you. Uh, she probably did not watch iCarly yeah. when she was little. Uh, anyway. Uh, I do... I, I do... I do sympathize, though, because, like, I do know what it is like to show up on a tribe and be like, oh, okay, I have a You're so easy to manipulate! Come on, man! Because that's the thing. It's like, there's a difference between... That's that is fair. I mean, some teenagers are very easy to manipulate. I think once you get to like seventeen, it, it that kind of goes away. Um, but for some people, it never goes away. Um, but uh, but I I feel like um, like that that I relate to that feeling of just showing up and being like, oh, all of these none of yeah, these I... are all of these people are minors. Like none of them are mature. Like just feeling like, oh, my social game is going to be hard now. Um, just because, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't feel like that's like completely true that it's hard. It's hard to relate to teenagers, and it's impossible. I like, think I feel like I've Ian never definitely get along with these these teens just fine. Like you say, he's closer in age to them than he is to Bethany. I've never but, had an issue connecting um, with teenagers in but these yeah, games. That's, that's what I, I don't think it's hard. I think that if you aren't a dick, you can figure it out pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> it's it's because like I'm 24 now. I'm five years yeah. removed from being a teenager. I'm seven years removed from high school. That's not like an eternity. It's not like I graduated in uh, during the fucking Nixon years. Like I know what the like. I remember what it was like to be in high school, it, and I don't know. Just talk to them about shit that's important to them. And if you're an adult who talks to a teenager about something that's important to them they inherently like you because most ad- adults don't do that. So I, I don't find it that hard, but I also don't have an issue with just grabbing yeah. any reason to start an alliance on day one. Like, I don't think like, oh, like it's age discrimination. Let's say, no, you, 
you hit the beach and you immediately sure. find you won for any reason and then over the course of the next month you slowly figure out who you actually like it's like in the in the real show like when you when when people hit the beach right if there's two people on a tribe that are covered in tattoos just day one they're gonna say yeah i got your back like yeah i think we get each other and then by day five they're gonna be like man i don't fucking like you (laughs) and they're gonna have different friends Case in case in point, Rodney and Mike, Worlds Apart. I haven't, you know, uh, like I, I, I guess. One have you seen okay. Worlds Apart? You haven't seen any of the seasons that people don't like. Anyway, uh, Rodney and Mike both. I, I I like it, um, but that's exactly the example you just came up with. Like, both of them are super tatted up guys. Um, both of them yeah. are like, I mean, they're all working class because they're blue collar. Um, is the the tribe, but um, but they start working together at the beginning of the season, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna run this tribe." And then by the by the time they've gotten to the swamp, they hate each other, um, and they 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 spend the entire season like absolutely despising one another. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah like I, I mean, so it, that's how it goes. I got no issue with them. Uh making their old people alliance. And then they add Henry, who's the oldest teenager. He actually turns 20 already. He's still 19 on the cast sheet. Maybe next, uh, maybe later in the game we'll update that, but whatever. Uh, He was 19 when it started. He's already turned 20. Uh, Joins, and they turn it from the Elders to Minority Report. Which, cool, I guess. Uh, I guess that's a that's a, that's a, actually a pretty clever pun. <laughs> I like I like that alliance name. That's a really good alliance. Uh, so name. then I, I, I am pro minority report. They make their uh, they have their alliance, and. Uh, Nothing nothing really happens on that tribe, but uh, I do think you start to see hints that Ian might be overplaying because he was, like, really upset that other people in his alliance were talking to yeah. people who weren't in the alliance. And it's like, eh, you want your alliance to talk to the other people so that you know what's going on. Yeah, like... That's how you get information. <laughs> yeah. And I, what really cracked me up is that he's talking about that in his confessional. And then, like, literally later that day, he's like, Trinity. oh, wow, yeah. look, I just got talked to by Villager and uh, and um, Trinity. So I feel like uh, that's really uh, good for me. And I should I should be okay. And I'm like, OK, dude. <laughs> So you can talk to other people on the Real tribe, quick, but before we move on, I, we, we just need alliance to members mention can't? Blissey, because like, she's the only one who wasn't in an alliance chat, so she isn't does, isn't really going to come up in conversation. But she's on the tribe, too. I think she was kind of in the middle of the tribe. She wasn't in, in, in any alliances, mm-hmm. but no one was saying they wanted her out. Which, I mean, that's honestly yeah. a pretty decent spot to be in in, uh, in episode two. 
but she uh and she doesn't figure place, into yeah. the game much but uh yet but i do think she'll she'll be around for a while so we'll get to talk about her in future podcasts uh yeah her her confessionals are great she's also uh, hilarious just, in, her in confessionals terms of the are game great. she just hasn't figured into it yet but i think she will cuz i think she'll be around for at least a little while. She'll probably make top ten at least. Out, you would think. Uh, so then, going on to the losing tribe, Arzekla. Yeah. Well, so we'll Gabriella had already uh, left the game from this tribe, and now they're going to tribal again. Uh, they mm-hmm. had the uh, Shane Ite. Robin and Fungus and Rigo Alliance. So five out of the seven people on the tribe, basically everyone who was active from the tribe, all joined. Uh, I don't think Juice is inactive, but he was... I think he started a little slow and I was picked it up. So everyone kind of just joined this massive power alliance that within that five... There's also separate alliances of Rigo, Shane, Fungus, and Rigo, Ite, Robin. So Rigo is in every alliance on the tribe. Uh, so, I don't know if I yeah. expect that alliance to like hang around for a long time in the merge. It kind of felt like it was the people who were just clearly not going to go home, just kind of making an alliance to uh, figure out who they were going to send home. Yeah. I, it, it felt like just, uh, okay, we all know that none of us are going home because we're all pretty decently active. Let's just make an alliance and run the table for a little bit. Um, get rid of the inactives if we have to go to tribal at any point. Um, I, I I don't see this. Yeah, and they super just figured out real quick the that they were like a hey, long term uh, game. But I could be wrong. Juice is next to go if we lose again. But Gabby's been pretty much invisible, so we're uh, just gonna vote her out. Pretty easy vote. It was unanimous. Ite considered for a bit throwing a vote on Juice in case yeah. of an idol. Uh, I saw people say that they thought that was a good move. Uh, it's only a good move if two of you do it. Right? Because it, theoretically, you need enough votes that if Gab and Juice are working together, you can outvote them. Only one person doing it, there's no purpose. Yeah, I I think... This would be a good move if in in two situations. One, if Ite was going to be the target of that, which I don't feel like he would Juice. have been. Um, I don't think. Uh, yeah. So, I, who did Gabby end up voting for? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I I don't I don't feel like Gabby and Juice would have targeted Ite if they had an idol and were trying to you know do something with it that round. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I, it also if you think that Juice is working with that Gabby, point. for sure you definitely need two people to to throw the safety votes. Uh, that's not going to do anything otherwise. I, I think what I think what he was talking about though was yeah. I think he was thinking that Juice was voting for Gabby, which was true yeah and they weren't working together but that gabby might have an idol and just i just i feel like use it um in which case one vote would make a difference um i still don't and also feel like, like if someone that was isn't a problem though, around i don't think Ite would have been the target of it anyway, their tribe so. mates they don't have a fucking idol they don't like that you were safe so uh yeah gabby <laughs> gets the boot Pretty right. simple, uh, simple one there. Uh, yeah. What do you make of Rigo being in every alliance on the tribe, though? Uh, do you think, uh, like, coincidence, or is he uh, kind of, was he running the I didn't feel like anyone was running the tribe, but just look at. I don't feel like anybody was really running the tribe. Uh, certainly not in the way that like Ian was trying to run Okaria. Um, I think uh, I think Rigo. I what one of the nice things is that I don't think anybody really realized that Rigo was in every alliance on the tribe. Uh, that's a point in his favor. If if Rigo was that's like bad. obviously in every alliance and everyone's like, yeah, Rigo's playing everybody. That's not good, but. If Rigo's in every alliance and everyone trusts him and there's also a couple more easy boots, that's a really good spot to be because you have a couple of rounds where you can just vote out people that nobody cares about and then have a, a little cushion before you actually have to make a move and not have people trust you anymore. The longer you have until you have to make people distrust you, the better. Like being in the middle of a tribe is really nice for one round. Um, but the moment that you decide which way you're going, when you're in the middle on a tribe, all of a sudden you've made enemies, and you've made enemies more so almost than the other people that you sided with. Um, so being in the middle can kind of be a curse too, in that sense. Um, and I feel like uh, so the longer you have until that happens, the better there because it is. The vote game. was so easy. Now, uh, for our predictions uh, segment here, uh, since there's a swap right after, I don't think there's sure. any. We're not talking about the swap, so there's really, but there also means there's no real purpose in talking about who's going to be next vo boot on these tribes because the tribes don't exist anymore. So I was thinking is instead. Uh, if you could redraft right now, draft, change your draft to your new top four, who would you pick? Who would be your uh, redraft? If I were to redraft, I would be drafting... I'm going to say... She's my winner pick. Bethany, for sure, would still be in my draft. Um, yeah, definitely. I think Fungus would still be in there. Um, 
Actually, was Fungus in my draft already? I don't know. Fungus would be there. Um, Rigo, I think, would be my, my third. Um, and last one. Last one, I usually go with a little bit more of a Dark Horse pick. So I am going I'm, I'm to keep Villager in it. Um, you know, Villager is a friend from Spec Lounge. Uh, not, I don't know Villager all that well, but you yeah, know, he's course. around in Spec Lounge. Um, and anytime there's somebody that's that been around count. in Spec Lounge, I matter. do kind of tend to root for them and draft them in, in this season. Um, so uh, that's that's very much part of why he was in my draft initially. Um, yeah, I'm a big believer that I like don't when think you're he's played that poorly, in an so org, I, it's not I just like about the game; it's also about the draft. community. And I think uh, I think that someone who being around should matter. And it does. I mean, Villager is in the cast for a reason. Agreed. And uh, I think he's... Uh, I, I don't think he's playing bad. I, I don't. I, uh, I right. don't think he was going to be the first out on that tribe. And uh, I don't think he's going to be out on his uh, new tribe either. Uh, and that's really yeah. all you're looking for in the pre-merge. Because pre-merge, pretty much, if you make it to the end, no one gives a shit. You can play the best pre-merge game ever, and no one at Final Tribal will even ask you about it. So, uh, the pre-merge is just get to the merge. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, I mean, it's always been, like... It's it's sort of an old adage. Yeah, and that, I, uh, I agree old with survivor that. adage that uh, uh, you you can never win the game in the pre but you can always lose it. I mean, um, the season that we were on together is you just you a, just have to uh, not lose. That I think Anushka <laughs> set herself up with to win pretty early in that game. Specifically <laughs> by voting you out. That is true. Um, that is, that is very much true. Um, but yeah. I do feel like, I do feel like, uh, part of that was just not losing. You know, like in in the pre-merge. Yeah. Like, uh, you don't put yourself in that redraft, minority. I'd keep Bethany. Know? Like that's that's the kind of I'd thing. I'd add like, oh, yeah, Ite. Yeah, that, that's what you do. He's just awesome. Um, I just yeah. love Ite. Uh, I think I'd do Henry. Bethany, Ite, Henry, and definitely good. Uh, no, actually, okay. I'm gonna say Michael. I feel like Michael. Uh, I just feel like I don't know if he's gonna win, but I just feel like if you're playing a draft, I just don't see him mm. going out early. Like he's just kind of screaming, like he's at, he's gonna be there in the top six, seven, eight. So I just mm. feel like for a draft, that's probably good. And I also just feel like he should be mentioned in this. We didn't really mention Michael, Shane, yeah, or Robin that. very much. Uh, we don't have to like go into depth on any of them because they'll be around for future episodes. But uh, all of them are playing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like all of them. Uh, Shane was in my draft. Uh, Michael has my name. Sure. And Robin just seems really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh so I don't know, you know, none of them were really involved in too much of the action uh, other than just being yeah. in alliances. Uh, yeah, I think uh, 
there's a lot of people here that I, I feel like I think I that feel like said, this is like, a very balanced cast. people like oh that person's just gonna yeah. make the uh, like like gonna make it far because I just feel like there's a few people that I just know like, I feel like I don't want to sound mean but I feel like Nueva yeah. is not gonna be around very long which means that per, uh, no, someone else is <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I I think you're like this is just we just got to get through a couple of of duds before we we have not to say that anybody that you know isn't active or like duds is in like not not really being able to contribute to the season in a, a significant way. Um, you know, like being being inactive it sucks you know you show up and you're like oh well i guess i got voted out that's okay whatever i wasn't able to be around um so i i get it but i i, I do feel like yeah uh, once we get rid of a couple of of people that aren't really um able to give it their all i think uh then there's um there's some i i i, I, winter pick, I don't really know who's i would like it's bethany my winner pick is Bethany, just because I like also Bethany. Bethany. She, just because she, had but my like, I have no. But <laughs> so I have no we'll have clue to see. How this is go. uh, I thank uh, thank you, Corum, for uh, being my guest for uh, the yeah. first podcast episode. Nah, you can have uh, it's. We can. Have I guess the same should one. I should I yeah, don't uh, change our mind. Do a different now. winner pick since you you pick Bethany. Uh, I mean, we ha- we both picked her in our yeah. draft, right? Yeah, we both picked her. Uh, yeah, let's just we'll see how it plays out. Uh, so, sure. uh, thank you for being my guest for uh, episode one of the podcast. I don't know when yeah. I'm gonna get to episode two because I got some travel coming up, but uh, I'll try to do it uh, within the. It might have to be another two-episode podcast uh, for the listeners. Uh, So until then, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, bye! Thank you for being here. Bye, everybody! Thank you so much, Mike, for having me. Always, uh, Always a pleasure to be here. Bye!